question is, are there any foods that are your favorites? Well, I'll talk about the three foods that can heal you instantly. So as we were dealing with the pandemic, I had some clients that had a very close relatives that were diagnosed with or tested COVID-19 positive and going down that road. So there's a lot that we need to know. Um, there's a lot that we need to understand about viruses in general and what they do, the difference with a virus and uh, not necessarily the difference between like the flu virus or the COVID-19 virus, but just understanding what a virus is and the fact that it has like these legs that they can attach themselves and make their own enzymes. What they do is they go in internally and make your system become its enemy to speak. So without going into that technically, um, just to try and illustrate what's happening here, and that's a, a lot of what I do because here at uh, Life by Dallas, Ask Dr. Dallas, our whole mission is so that we educate and then we're able to equip you by making that information practical to you. And we hopefully try to encourage and motivate or inspire you to actually do it. And I think that that comes with the better understanding of what we're dealing with. Um, and the more we know um, and understand it, the more we're able to apply it, the more we're able to get excited about it because we can establish some bars for ourselves and track our progress. So understanding what is a virus? What does that look like internally? Is to understand that you're at war. And you're going to, uh, whether you are prior military or not, you're going to war and you need to be equipped, um, you know? And so when someone attacks you, you want to attack back. And your ability to attack back is going to be based off of your weaponry. Your, your gear, your artillery, and um, that's going to be predicated on how good it is, you know, whether it's an antiquated, imagine pulling a rifle out and somebody's got an automatic uh, whatever coming at you. Um, so when we start talking about the body getting the virus, it really starts to depend on Who's under attack? What's under attack? What does it look like? What does this ability to fight back look like? And so I'm sure you've heard a lot of people talk about the importance of a strong immune system, keeping your immune system strong and healthy during this period. And that has everything to do with it because the stronger it is, innately we were created like that so that your immune system can ward off you know, the enemy attack, because it can come from a variety of things, not just a virus. And so when we talk about a strong immune system, we talk about uh, getting through the virus, reversing the virus. It really is going to come down to what you're made of. And so these three foods that I'm about to talk about are the foods that will give you the 21st century top-of-the-line weaponry, for sure, in terms of making your immune system be all that it should be. 
and many people at many lectures that I've done have heard me say if I ever had to be stranded on an island and I can only take three items, those items would be sea moss, spirulina, and bee pollen. Now, interesting enough, and I use the example of being stranded on an island or something from the Survivor show, because they're usually in the middle of uh, nowhere, in the middle of nowhere would always be in the middle of a water um, area or surrounded by water on some little piece of land. And so the sea moss, as well as the spirulina, are both from the water. So the sea moss is just that. It's the little sea guys that you see. And you take dried sea moss and you soak it. Now be very careful. Those of you who love to go on YouTube and get your health information is that there's a lot of information out there. And wherever there's a lot of information, a lot of times a lot of it's very inaccurate because there's a big wave of information. So you want to be careful because it's the little things that make a big difference and not having a full understanding of what CMOS is and why it's important for you will kind of help you fall into that trap. So the importance of CMOS, the importance of sea vegetables, the importance of most things are the delicate minerals and vitamins, enzymes, you know, nutrients that are, that are in them. And when they a lot of times are subjected to extreme temperatures or in the, even in some cases like aloe vera gel being exposed to light in general, then it tends to lose its potency, its quality. So that's the, the key. So for most people that know the importance of sea moss, they don't understand the importance of sea moss not being heated. So a lot of recipes, a lot of stuff that's sold on the market, the CMOS gel, which really made a lot of people millionaires overnight and during this pandemic, um, was prepared through a lot of video watching where people take the CMOS and they soak it and they boil it. So it's not what you want to do. You want to take the CMOS and you want to just simply soak it overnight. You do not want to clean it first because the real nutrients from the sea moss are going to kind of filter into the water. You want to do that last after you soak it. Simply soak it overnight and then you rinse it lightly and then you put it into a blender and blend it. You do not boil it first. You just put it into a blender and boil it. I mean blend it with uh, distilled water and that's pretty much all you need to do. So you play with the ratios, but typically you want to go like one to two, one handful of sea moss to two cups of water, so to speak, and see what your texture is. It's going to end up being like a jelly or jello, and that's what you want. Now, sea moss doesn't really have a taste to it. It has a smell to it. It smells like it comes from the sea. A lot of people can't get beyond that smell. After a minute, it really doesn't even have a sea smell to it. But the smell can be overbearing for people, therefore they feel like it's a taste thing, and so that's difficult for them. So I always suggest that you take the sea moss and you add fresh lemon to it at the very end of the blending process, or you can simply put it into a glass container after you've blended it, and then just put maybe an ounce or so of lemon juice on the top, 
and then you uh, seal it uh, tight, put it into an airtight uh, glass mason jar and put it into a refrigerator. Um, a lot of times people say seven days. I've kept sea moss as long as it's in a good container for a while. Um, and you'll know if it's bad uh, when you smell it. So then you take that. I will sometimes take a spoonful, a huge tablespoon of sea moss in the morning uh, before my run with a tablespoon of bee pollen that the little beads, um, the the better quality ones you will have to refrigerate uh, because the ones that are not refrigerated can grow a mold and a mildew on it that's undetectable by the eye. So I'll take the sea moss and put it beneath my tongue, treat it as a homeopathic. And so it readily dissolves through the veins beneath the tongue, the heat that's generated beneath the tongue. And then I'll take a tablespoon of the sea moss, and that's like super, super duper. Now I can actually do that and go play tennis for two or three hours and not feel hungry, not feel energy depleted or anything. I mean, the the nutrients that you're getting, the raw, dense nutrients from bee pollen and sea moss, or just sea moss probably has 22 or so, um, your amino acids, I mean, just so much. Sea moss is the healer, the rejuvenator, the detoxifier, and so much more for people that are struggling with hair issues. You know, I always, my loctician is telling me because of the length of my locks, they're going to start pulling on my ends, and she's always surprised that the ends are never broken or anything. Because I take sea moss and put a couple of drops of uh, sage oil into the sea moss and just put it onto the ends and then into the scalp uh, one or two days a week. Put a shower cap on, go exercise, and then come back. I never even rinse it out. I just, you know, because I keep my hair moist by using a spray bottle a couple of times a day with peppermint and olive oil and various essential oils in the water. Um, but uh, sea moss is amazing. Uh, so, yes, it has minerals, trace minerals. It comes from the sea. So you're getting all of those life-giving qualities of the sea, silicon, calcium, iodine, it just, you can't be healthy without psyllium, and that's readily abundant, and sea moss. Spirulina powder is very similar coming from the sea. It's a green-blue algae that grows on the rocks beneath the uh, ocean, on the ocean bottom. Um, so spirulina powder, however, is green. So green foods clean the blood. Uh, sea moss is neutral somewhat in color, but it's given the characteristic of an oxygenator, you know, like the white foods that are really good for uh, oxygenating the blood. Uh, but spirulina is a dark green blue algae. So the darker the green, uh, the more intensified it is for cleaning the blood. Uh, spirulina is just my go-to product when I have clients and I'm testing them bioelectronically and their cardiovascular, cerebrovascular system is showing that, you know, there's some clogging in the cerebral area and some hardening and just no flow in the brain tissue blood uh, supply. I immediately have them start implementing one to two tablespoons of spirulina a day and within days they are feeling better. And by the time they come in for a follow-up to be retested, most of those issues in the cerebrovascular, cardiovascular areas have been taken care of.
and that's through the implementation of spirulina on a regular basis. Bee pollen is just that. It's it enzymes, uh, you know, anti-carcinogens. I mean, it just, it's a super dense food. Um, some people I believe that they are allergic to bee pollen as well as sea moss, and I often tell them uh, to detox their bodies for a day or three days off of some type of juice therapy, whether it's apples in the summertime, a watermelon fast, and then try and begin to get on a regimen with the bee pollen and sea uh, moss and spirulina powder, and uh, they find that there are no real allergies there, but probably just uh, poor long use, overuse of uh, improper food combinations. So um, those are my three uh, heal the body instantly uh, foods. Um, I will say that when I add spirulina powder, I usually use two teaspoons of spirulina powder uh, in the mornings with 16 ounces of fermented water that I've made from uh, sprouted wheat berries but I'll also add a half a teaspoon of turmeric powder. So I usually add the turmeric powder along with the spirulina powder into fermented water. You can just add a teaspoon of the spirulina powder to plain distilled water um, if you like, but the turmeric obviously has uh, proven uh, scientific studies on what it does in terms of it being an anti-inflammatory and as we get older and especially those of us who are very active, um, there will be some inflammation and then that's great for keeping that at bay and with turmeric being an orange colored food it's also an excellent uh, source for uh, cleansing the skin and working with the skin because orange foods are for the skin so those are my three instantly heal the body um, for my clients that are in the initial stages of cancer I have them take one to three tablespoons of sea moss daily, in addition to putting a quarter cup or so into their smoothies. Um, I also would say that those are the three foods that I think heal instantly, but uh, aloe vera gel juice is like a Siamese twin or triplet to those three. And so, um, Augmenting that along with those three are, are, are highly beneficial as well. Aloe vera gel, the whole plant uh, juice, and that's usually two ounces uh, prior to uh, your meals, 20, 30 minutes before your meal, take two ounces of the aloe vera gel juice, and that will do the body well. It works as um, amino acid supplement, uh, it does herbal creation, it does... Uh, it's a, herbicide, firmicide, uh, germicide, I mean, so doing a viral time, you would definitely want to do that. But when the body just doesn't feel its best, aches and pains and, you know, frequency of colds and uh, just symptoms of things, um, the aloe vera gel to rescue for sure. Um, I probably do aloe vera gel 75%. Of the time maybe not every day but it's definitely a part of my daily regimen uh, for the most part but the sea moss bee pollen spirulina powder um, they're just a part of who I am now yeah so I hope that's been helpful if you want your questions answered um, then feel free to shoot me an email 
dallas at askdrdallas.com or dallas at lifebydallas.com. We will send you a uh, reply email to your question and we will let you know when it will air here on our podcast. And uh, any question you want answered, any challenge that you have, any uh, comment that you would like to make, feel free to uh, email us and uh, go over to iTunes and uh, write a review on whether or not this show has been helpful.